Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, before we get to episode 18 of See You Next Wednesday, I uh, just want to say that this episode is brought to you by our latest addition to Modern Superior. Uh, we got a new show that we just added. It's based out of Los Angeles. It's called Improv on Tape. And it is a improvised comedy podcast featuring members of Robert Downey Jr. Jr., which is a comedy group, improv comedy group out of L.A. Uh, so every week they're going to do a totally improvised comedy show just based off their discussions and arguments or whatever off the top of their heads. And it's super funny. And it comes out every other Friday. And this Friday is the debut episode of It on Our Network. So hit up our website at modernsuperior.wordpress.com or go to their website, improvontape.com, and check it out. We're really excited about it, and it's going to be awesome to work with them. So here's our episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of See You Next Wednesday. I'm Dan Gorman, and welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm Casey Lyons, and I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Greg, and I wish that there was some way that I could be outside playing basketball in the rain and not get wet. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, this is number episode number 18, and today is June 27th, 2012, if you're listening to it, on the day that it drops. Mm. And we got tons of shit to announce this episode. Yep. We have a new-ish segment later. New-ish? Huh? <laughs> Maybe. Something? Yeah. yeah. Stick around to the end. Yeah, Stick hero swap related. Um, and you'll have heard at the top that we are welcoming our friends from L.A. Improv on Tape to the Modern Superior family. Welcome. So, Welcome uh, to you. Check them out <laughs> on Friday. Enjoy our hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> to help yourself to some cookies. <laughs> They're Keebler. Mm, they're delicious, but do not eat too many. <laughs> you I have counted the cookies. Uh, and also another Modern Superior Network announcement. Our good friend is launching his new show next Tuesday called Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas. And it's a comedy interview, call-in advice kind of show. It's going to be great, and you're going to want to hear it. This is a uh, modern superior is really growing uh, like exponentially lately. Mm. We're really going to have like a solid. We're going to have like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, every other Friday for yeah. releases. So yep. yeah, 
We're, I got to figure we're probably like millionaires by now. Yeah. Am, I, am I wrong? <laughs> Podcast money, baby. That's right. The I'm money's on its in way, it. I think. Uh, it's okay. probably lost in the mail. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it is coming. <laughs> It'll get here, though. Good. Um, we got Film Roulette, as usual. A uh, couple album reviews later. And our aforementioned secret. Who are you going to hear it? Huh? Can you listen? Huh? 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 Poke. Huh? What? <laughs> yeah. You actually you made poke, a poking poke, motion poke. when you did that. <laughs> but first... I want to talk about a movie with Casey. Yeah, I uh, uh, I was uh, doing a net having a Netflix night the other night, and I watched uh, two movies. Uh, the first movie I watched was uh, The Brother Solomon. I hadn't seen it before. Uh, it's cute and heartwarming and fun and flawed. And oh, it's that, all right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Will Forte it, right? and, uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Will Arnett. You've seen it? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I don't remember anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's completely gone from my Blacked mind. out. <laughs> it's, it's got, it's, it's, it's not without it its, it's like good lines and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really funny for a, a chunk of the film, and then it kind of turns vulgar and mean, almost like kind of halfway <laughs> through almost. It's kind of shocking, actually. Yeah. A character uh, gets introduced, and he's really violent. Um, I can't remember his name, but uh, who is it? Fuck. Anyway, like a, he comes into the film and it kind of takes off from there, and it, I felt like it never recovers. But it's, it's funny. It's pretty uneven. I, I it, for me, it was a lot like uh, uh, when I watched the movie Year One, which is which mm, everybody I've thinks still never seen that a terrible, terrible movie. Yeah. Um, and and it's not a great movie, but you can tell it's a great script. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah there's uh, a good I, movie that <laughs> almost was made there. I don't know. Maybe it's just the wrong time for a movie like that, like that yeah. kind of scope. You know? Yeah. I can um, see that. Uh, but, yeah, great script. And, and Brother Solomon was a really, really funny script as well. Um, yeah, and it was way better than... Um, what was the prison movie that Bob Odenkirk directed? Oh, Let's yeah. Go to Prison. Yeah, because yeah. that was yeah, a that was a mess. And then this oh, came man. after it, and it was so much better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other movie I watched that night, this is the movie that we want to kind of talk about for a bit, a movie called Rubber yeah. by a uh, uh, di- writer-director, producer, I believe, uh, named uh, Quentin du- Dupuis. Dupuis? The Puigs. <laughs> you probably hit one of them, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to say the Puigs. Uh, this was his uh, uh, his first, I think, feature length. Yeah. Um, a lot of hype around this movie. A lot oh, of yeah, hype. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Quite a bit yeah, of hype. yeah. I heard a lot about it, and I didn't watch it until I saw Casey update his Facebook status about it. Yeah. So no. then I, I have it it's sitting in my queue, but I yeah. just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah. My my Facebook update was uh, uh, just watch the movie Rubber. You should see it. It sucks. <laughs> uh, I disagree. I, did you like it? Oh yes. Oh I'm my not, god! This movie I fucking infuriated me. I don't me. think it is amazing, but um, to, for the for the listeners, it's about a a tire that wakes up. And starts rolling around this town, and it has telepathic powers and can make people's heads explode. Yeah, but, Dan, but it's is also it really about that? <laughs> is it? <laughs> but it's also not really the genre movie that it is kind of, like, made it. I don't know. Not, it, it seemed like it wasn't what people were saying it was. No, it's, it's, it's basically, film. yeah, it's an, in, it's an insufferable art film. I in my In my opinion. Mm. Uh, it's, it's more of a meta... <laughs> Thank you for weighing in, Greg. Uh, I haven't said anything in a little while. So. Yeah, that was good. That I was good. Burp. It's it's sort of a meditation on the the uh, the relationship between the film's content and its audience. Yeah. Um, at points, there are this. There's a sort of Greek chorus effect. Yeah, uh, there's a group of people that are watching that are what's watching going it. on with binoculars from afar behind but a velvet rope in the in the desert, watching the action actually unfold. As if it's and, a movie, yeah, but and commenting but, on it, hmm. and they cut back to them, and there's like a whole side uh, like thing with them. 
I don't which know. is which is just I thought awful. it was really funny. Uh, really, I, I I thought I laughed like not out wasn't like busting my gut or whatever, but I was chuckling throughout, and I thought that the content of the movie, like oh, a tire gets up and starts blowing people's heads up, in like a lesser director could have easily just been like. I'm going to make a dumb B-movie with it rolling around blowing shit up. And oh, like, all the fanboys will just eat it up with a spoon. Right. But that's not... I, that wasn't the intention of this movie like no, at all. Like, like this movie, this movie, different. like, you, you know, like the, the, that it was a tire randomly going around te- telepathically killing people was kind of the point in that it's so absurd. But, like, there's no reason for anything else that happens in movies. So why not have a tire run around yeah. killing everybody? I just think... But the, it was just, uh, like, I felt like I, felt like I w- had been abused by the end of it. Because, like, it was like there was this point being made but it was not being made subtly but i felt like <laughs> i felt like the, the movie plays its hand right at the beginning of the movie so i didn't feel like pandered to because it kind of makes it known right from the start like this is what i'm gonna do and then it does it so i'm not like oh easy come on or whatever because it basically told me that's what it's gonna do yeah but if i if i tell you dan i'm gonna punch you in the face three times and then i punch you in the face three times are you all right with it if it's skillfully skillfully <laughs> damn it if it's skillfully directed and has a sly sense of humor maybe all right all right i didn't love it but i just thought i i it's an hour and 20 minutes perfect for me <laughs> yeah, yeah well, and it was funny and i thought it had a good criteria. style and i liked the ending i, d- I don't know i, I it was, i'll, I'll watch it this week love, and then i'll yes. decide which one of you is right and which one of you i, I want to know what you think i look i look forward to knowing whether i was right about this. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it helps going into it knowing that it's not like a like a genre film. Knowing that it's like something weird. It's kind of downbeat, and it's supposed to be funny, and it's like going to be experimental. I feel like if there's if if you watch the DVD or Blu-ray and there's director's commentary, it's going to be all like. Mm, yes, I'm very smart. I don't think mm. so. <laughs> I did I some think ba- so Oh, do you see what's happening here? You see how he's breaking no. the fourth wall? I just shot him a bunch of times, but he's still talking. Mm, I don't think so. Yes, I think this movie is making fun of art film tropes as well as embracing them. Uh, I don't think you can have it both ways. I think you can. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think Dan and I are going to have to fight now. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be good. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, I, I am so glad, though, that you uh, uh, that you watched it and that your opinion differs from mine. Because yeah. it, it infuriated me. Yeah. Totally. No, I have to see it. I didn't watch that. At, I watched Necessary Roughness. Yeah. With <laughs> That's actually very similar. <laughs> yeah. Two movies are not that different. Yep. Uh, I took, what I took away from it was uh, Sinbad said, Partey, at least three times. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. How else are you supposed to know what he likes to do? <laughs> Seriously. Yep. <laughs> I've gathered he likes to wear the shiniest pants, <laughs> and he likes to partay. Yeah. I could have used a lot more parte and house guest. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> there was one thing that thing was missing. Uh-uh. Um, okay, well, you guys want to get into film roulette? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where we roll the die, all three of us, and two of us get to go see a good movie if we roll high, and one of us has to go see something that looks bad if we roll low. But the twist is that the loser gets to make the winners listen to an album, probably a shitty one. Last week, it was a shitty one. Uh, Uh, We'll do that later. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, gave, you gave it. You gave it away. <laughs> that, that it was spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Week, last week. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, 
Last week we rolled for Moonrise Kingdom as the good movie and Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. So Casey and I saw Moonrise Kingdom. Yes, we did. I'm dying to get into this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start with this one then? Yeah. Uh, I watched it today and uh, uh, I loved it so much. Yeah. I loved it so much. Uh, nice. I can't wait it's, to see it. Uh, you know, I put it on... on I love Wes Anderson. I oh, do. yeah, me I too. I love Wes Anderson. I Big, put this... full-on Wes Anderson oh, yeah. fan. Yeah. yeah. I like I think everything. all three of us, yeah. yeah. I put this on par with uh, Darjeeling Limited. See, that's in, the only one I haven't seen yet. Oh, okay. oh really? Yeah. Um, it, 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 in that I loved it so much, but it's not my favorite of his movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had issues with this movie, but I did really like it. Um, oh, it was Okay, so what were your issues? Um... Actually, here, for anyone that doesn't know who's not a fan of Wes Anderson, Moonrise Kingdom is his newest movie, and it's kind of about uh, two children, a, a girl and a little boy, and they kind of have this weird relationship. They run two, away. Two sort of troubled children yeah, who find each other. Yeah, they run away and kind of have a relationship with each other. We're uh, um, on, a, on an island, I guess. It's an island, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And then everyone else is kind of trying to find them. Yeah, their parents and and uh, uh, the one of them, the girl has uh, uh, has parents who are uh, um, Bill Murray, uh, B- Bill Murray and Frances McDormand. Yeah. Uh, uh, they don't really pay that close attention to her. She's got kind of troubles, um, and uh, and the boy um, is an orphan who just belongs to the scouts. Yeah, I guess. the scouts. <laughs> yeah, with Ed Norton uh, yeah. as the scout leader. Ed Norton was fucking um, amazing. So my, I don't know. My issues is that I. Like, five minutes into the movie, I was kind of, I don't know about this. And then, from then on, for two-thirds of the film, I just fell fucking head over heels for this movie. Uh-huh. Like, everything with the girl and the kid, they're out and about, I just thought was the most adorable thing I've ever seen. It's it's It makes something, like, this is actually, I had the thought, like, that he's such a fucking skillful director in that he made two, you know, maybe 12, 13-year-old children yeah. sort of exploring each other in a, a sort of a sexual way. Like he a made coming that, of age way. Yeah, he made that so like like viewer friendly yeah. and like and like there there was no like weird ambiguity to it or anything. It was just sweet. Yeah. You know? Definitely. And uh and it's funny. It's it's so funny without without like I mean, it's it's painfully Wes Anderson, yeah. but that's not. If you don't a bad like Wes thing. Anderson, you won't like. Yeah, it. you're not. Gonna with like it being Wes Anderson, uh, is it? I just have a couple questions. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. um, he generally he, he does such a good job with ensemble casts and getting everyone on the same page, like kind of drinking the Kool Aid, and yeah. everyone mm-hmm. knows what kind of movie they're in. Because a lot of times with big casts, there's somebody who doesn't get it. Yeah, and there's a lot of people new to. The Wes Anderson. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. Like a lot they, of people, like Bruce Willis and Bruce Ed Norton Willis. And I, I, did they all fit into the sort yeah, of? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think. I think I Ed so. Norton fit in perfectly to this mm-hmm. guy. Th- this movie actually has slightly different sensibilities than than his other movies. A this little. Movie's much much sweeter and much uh, mm-hmm. uh, just like a, a really kind of nice story. Yeah. Um, whereas you know, like uh, Royal Tenenbaums is filled with a whole lot of you know family bitterness and resentment yeah. Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, uh, as is uh, Life Aquatic yeah. and uh, you know, things like that. Um, I just think the, the movie kind of takes a turn at the end. Um, and to not spoil anything, you know this from the beginning, but there's a subplot involving a storm that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I just thought a lot of the stuff at the end with that was kind of being there, done that a little. Like See, it was kind of like, oh no, the kids are out in the storm. What am I watching? The great outdoors? Like <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think it was terrible or anything, but I just kind of by the end of the movie, I was. Like, I don't know, coming down from my, like, high off of the the opening two-thirds, and I was just kind of like, oh, I don't know, this is all right. 
I thought it wrapped up pretty neatly and everything, but again, I, I feel like he was almost telling like a, a children's story. Yeah, you know, like so. So it wrapped up neatly. You know, the girls constantly reading books and and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know reading children's books kind of thing. And I, I felt that it sort of wrapped up that way. Yeah. And and it was meant to wrap up that way. Totally. So I didn't really feel like I'm it was not too saying cheap. it's terrible. I just thought like by that point in the movie, I'd, I don't know. I just kind of came down a little off of it, and mm-hmm. it was like you know, it's still good. Mm-hmm. How's the soundtrack? Really uh, good. It's yeah. it's it's not it's not uh, the usual soundtrack. It's it's basically the whole thing is Mark Mothersbaugh, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, but uh, oh, great soundtrack, like fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, he, he did the score for for all, yeah, yeah, for Rushmore, yeah, for yeah. Uh, for everything. That Rushmore Rock. score. Oh no, Bottle is... Rocket too. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I don't know. I really liked it. I would say everyone needs to go see it. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Do yourself a favor. You you will love these two kids. Yeah. Like uh, like I had this thought too. Um, Wes Anderson, I assume, must have some sort of a machine where he just presses a button and it just it's a machine that just makes adorable, precocious children yeah. who act like adults. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like the children in this movie are so funny because it is it's it's children making adult decisions yeah you know? like and and that's always adorable for sure yeah I really liked it yeah well that's great because <laughs> you saw a movie I don't I, think you did I saw like. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World in fact you saw a movie that in the middle of it you texted us <laughs> saying it sucks yeah <laughs> sorry for the spoiler yeah I, uh, yeah it's not good um. And, well, the whole film-going experience was kind of funny because I walked, I went by myself at, like, 3 in the afternoon on a Wednesday or something like that, <laughs> or a Thursday, and it's called Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, which is about lonely people at the end of the world, and I'm in the theater, and the theater was fairly busy for 3 in the afternoon on a weekday, but uh, everyone was there alone. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weirdly sad. Everyone and, goes uh, and just nods at you, like, yeah. yeah. I thought maybe I'd be I'm also yeah. seeking a friend. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, didn't you go see it alone? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to include you in that. Anyway, I don't think they all have podcasts. I didn't ask around. Anyway. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, it's everything I thought it was going to be, but a little bit worse. Uh, you know, it's another Steve Carell sort of sad, like they're trying to recreate something about the magic of 40 year old virgin over and over and over with him. And it's just not fucking working. Yeah. And they need to uh, like take their foot off the gas, try something else, let him do something else. Or maybe he needs to be stopping lazy him, and do something else. Let him do like, a fucking character. Yeah. You know? yeah like, yeah, he's but such it's a great character. It's crap. And then Karen Knightley shows up and it's just, it's, oh, and you just can see everything that's going to happen as it's happened. It's like, oh, we're going to do this for 10 minutes and then this for 10 minutes. You know, it's a really predictable storyline, and, I mean, I just, you can't care about anyone, because, I mean, they fall in love, obviously, there's no yeah. spoilers here. They fall in love yeah, based on nothing, really. They they go to a weird restaurant, and they travel, you know, they drive around. Uh, she tells him that vinyl's good, and then he's <laughs> like, you're the love of my life, which is, like, based on a couple of days. So, yeah. if, these are the, if this is the most interesting story about humanity that we can view before the end of the world, yeah. it's good that we're all dying. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the fucking worst. And the only an bright moments are little one-sceners from people like Rob Corddry, hilarious, but yeah. he's only in one scene. Uh, T.J. Miller, hilarious, only in one scene. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Rob Hubel's doing in it. He's not in any scene. He says one line, as far as I can remember, and it's like, why? Really? Yeah, I don't know why he was there. Maybe stuff got cut, but... It's not funny. It's not thoughtful. It's it's just it's bland and just obvious. Because like, and, oh. uh, 
if if it was more of like a little sort of an indie movie kind of a thing, like exactly. I like the idea of exploring a relationship of two people who are going to die. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Right. you so, can just go watch last night. Sure, well, exactly. Film. exactly. Right. Like that's, that's because it's small and it's ha, and, and it's it, it makes it personal and up close. This yeah. is a big, big broad movie movie yeah. with like you know uh, uh, I like movie movie <laughs> 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 actors in this movie <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's like big like CNN like you're watching the news yeah. and like yeah. uh, the riots and you're out in the street and there's a big budget for this fucking movie but there's no point and no point you care about anything at all like I I, I literally have nothing good to say about this movie I was yeah. just bored out of my fucking mind oh, couldn't man. wait to get out of the theater yeah because I read you know I read a lot of bad things about it and I also read some people that said that they liked it up to a point and then and then it went downhill I don't know it seems no, like they didn't even everyone have fun with the, the with the uh, with the, the the light half of the movie yeah where you can have some jokes about what people are doing with the mundane time before yeah. you yeah. know you're going to die right. but nothing's particularly funny there's one scene where he doesn't kill us. Sp- he sees a spider in his sink and he's about to kill it. And then he's like, no, I should let it live. You know, yeah. What was the point? But then as he's Ooh. sleeping, he walks around in his face and bites him a bunch of times. So he's like, huh. yeah, yeah. I, I get like a half laugh out of that. Yeah. I'm like, he should have killed that spider. <laughs> <laughs> you, lean, you leaned over to the lonely man hey, next to you. should have killed that spider, remember, right? Said, hey, you think he should have killed that spider? I do. It's biting him. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's just nothing really. Oh, Patton Oswalt, he's uh, he's right. in it for one scene, and he's right. funny. Like this, is the, the only people who are funny are the uh, the heightened characters. Yeah, um, the people who are or whatever. the people who are going players. nuts with the end of the world is coming. Like you know, Patton Oswalt's obsessed with, uh, obsessed with fucking chicks, and he just wants to have sex with everybody. He's like the level, the, the playing field's been leveled. You know, uh, and Rob Rob Corbett well, is going to be that. drunk the entire time. <laughs> you know, and that's great, and those things worked. But like Steve Carell's character just mopes around, uh, you know, with Kira Knightley, <laughs> and she's just unpleasant. Again. That sounds like a disappointing way to. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it just I don't even know. I, ugh. I probably I would bitch more about it if it was closer to the day I saw it, but now that it's been almost a week, like I just you, don't care. Yeah, yeah you've just been allowed mind. to forget. Yeah, that's about like it. another it's empty piece of shit movie from Steve Carell. That's yeah. kind of like a, the way I felt when I saw That's My Boy, and like when, sure. it, when it finally came time to talk about it, I was like, "What was that movie again?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And why? Why bother talking yeah. about it? Uh, who who wrote and directed this thing? This movie was directed by mm-hmm. Lorene Scafaria. She's good. And written by her as well. Um, She's great. She wrote, and I don't know if she wrote, but she directed Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, which I, I didn't did see. Not that. see. I, no. I didn't care. I didn't that. see that because I'm not a 14 year old girl it's, uh, anymore. Not good. It's boring. Yeah. So she seems to do broad, boring comedies, yeah, yeah. obvious yeah. movies right, with no nothing at stake. Like nothing's at stake at any point. That was the worst. Even thing about the fact it. that they're all going to die. Yeah, that's, Even that's with the that, thing there is movie. nothing in at stake. Everybody's like, nothing feels tense. Like but everyone's no going to die. I know, but still, you're you're on this human journey with these two people that you don't care about, and you okay. know that they're going to fall in love and die together, and yeah. they do. Slowly and boringly, and you know, like he's like, oh, he doesn't have a relationship with his dad, but his dad's Martin Sheen, so you know, guess what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, gonna he, fix things. He, he might show up again. Yeah, it's just, oh man, you know, uh, that, yeah. I didn't care about anything, and I when the whole world ended, I was like, finally, can I go home, please? <laughs> movie. Wow, there yeah. you go. Un- don't go see un- it. <laughs> un- yeah, don't if you want if you like movies with no story or likable characters, go see it because uh-huh. you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then kill yourself. <laughs> um, 
Awesome. So oh, yeah. now we get to talk about the album we had to listen to. <sighs> Which yeah. I walked out of that terrible movie and put it on immediately. <laughs> it was the worst day. Do you know what's funny? Today when I went and saw Moonrise Kingdom, I was listening to it because I've been listening <laughs> to this album this week too. I want you guys to know. Uh-huh, I've been listening yeah. to the bad album this way. Uh, I was listening to it on the way to the movie and I got out of Moonrise Kingdom and I was like, I, I can't listen to this. I- I'm- <laughs> yeah. like, I feel good. I can't be brought yeah. down by this thing. Oh, so, like, well... When I fr- it's fish. We're talking about um, fish. The album is called Farmhouse, and yes. I put it on, and I'm walking around, and, and I'm listening to it for a while. I'm walking. It's a nice sunny day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, I had decided to go into the bank, so I turned it off, and I kind of came back. I was about to hit play again. I'm like, well, this isn't the worst thing I've ever yeah. heard. You mm-hmm. know, it's just I'm not finding it interesting. No, and you know, I'm almost done the album now anyway, so that wasn't too terrible. And then I looked, I was on track four. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, because oh, that's, it, God, tricks yeah. It, tr- it tricks you. More songs. It tricks you because it because it's all long. because Nothing it's changes. like you know fourteen versions of the same song. Yeah, yeah. the same shitty, pointless, no actual song. Songs, no. but I don't know about that. There's a very specific uh, that they weren't shitty and pointless. No, no, that they, that they weren't that they were pointless. Yeah, I mean, I did not like this album. No, I had the same reaction as Greg. I went into it, started listening, to it, and I was like, I think at the very least, what I will get out of listening to Farmhouse by Fish is I kind of get it like i get it you know like they write like this album is is poppy and kind of concise and i can imagine they're gonna jam out on a lot of these songs and it's not outrageously offensive off the top but the more you listen to it the more you're just like i'm so bored with well there is like somebody just poking you constantly in the forehead but then there's that the the swift punch to the ribs because the album (laughs) takes a very definite turn at track five which we've all been talking about yeah yeah, which is got a jaboo now i don't know if i've hated a song as much as got a oh my god it's so bad recent memory and still and that title which is gt g-o-t-t-a like yeah i gotta do this yeah j-i-b-o-o that's not really Bad. Cool. No, there's word. nothing cool about it. I, it's it, just so dangerously. You know, do you know you, what? By you time throw I throw one other letter in there. <laughs> by, by time I got by time I got to that to that track, I, I had like made my firm decision that this this movie is or this movie album. Th- this <laughs> album is it 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 feels like a children's album. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like a Raffi album. Well, I think that's the thing about Fish uh, is their lyrics are just so retarded, simple and inane. Yeah, mm. like like honestly, if the song Farmhouse, the first song on the on the album, which was, I think is the best song, was on the about album. anything else. Mm-hmm. Like if he actually had lyrics that weren't just like we're we jam in a farmhouse, so I'll write a song about a farmhouse. Yeah, that flies, in, flies here. in the air. And yeah, gotta and swat them down. I honestly think it's a catchy <laughs> melody. Like it's that a farmhouse. That's, yeah. <laughs> Did you did you get that? Yeah, and that song like actually kind of gets stuck in my head, but because it's fucking about a farmhouse they jam in, I'm like this. I hate this song. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. But like, but all of the melodies, it's like it's like I was talking about. Uh, uh, I think it was Suckers or something. The last uh, an album we reviewed. Um, the melodies are so well worn. It when there's melodies at all, when it's not yeah. just an idiot making up words over nah. shitty licks. Um, uh, the, the melodies are so well worn that that I'm just like I've heard this before. Oh, I don't yeah. care how good, and he is a good guitarist. Like they can oh, all yeah, play. He knows all of them. Can play. The, the best thing but. I can say about this album is that the tone, his, his guitar tone, every once in a while is super, super great. But then yeah. I realized, oh, I'll just go listen to Martin Tielli because it's similar to his mm-hmm. guitar tone, and he actually knows how to play and write <laughs> interesting good songs. Yeah. Or I'll yeah. go listen to an album by the band that was made like yeah. 40 years ago. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> and and isn't nearly as masturbatory. Yeah. yeah. 
And I like don't know. I don't think I thought this album. I was surprised at how not masturbatory it was. I was surprised at how not jammy. It's that's, very much a pop album. Yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah. That's why uh, uh, Kim picked this one was because she said it, it was kind of the most. It has the most kind yeah, of like it's definitely recognizable songs. Sure. Yeah. And, it does have uh, that uh, first tube song, yeah. which uh, is a like, seven and a half minute funk jam. Oh yeah, that was when this end. band gets funky, it's hilarious. Oh. That song won there's a Grammy. Very little, really. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. God. When this band gets funky, it's white. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And there, when, they, when that happens, yeah, when God they get bright and really funky, funky, there is very little separating them from Sorry. spin doctors. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. You, I, um, I they might wrong. as well be the fucking spin <laughs> doctors. <laughs> they were nominated for a Grammy for First Tube. Oh, I don't my. think they won. What a boring song. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... It's like the, the le- when white people play funk like that, it's about as interesting as a man peeing while sitting down. <laughs> yeah. It's just terrible. Yeah. There's nothing I, in it. You know. I think yeah. the best thing I can say about this album, and it's gonna sound too nice but there there's moments and i i'd say moments because like they are very few and far between but there was like one or two okay maybe 10 seconds of this a uh, full album over the course of the album there was 10 seconds where i was like oh that kind of reminds me of built to spill a little like i can un- like i get that wow. they're, they're poppy at the end and they use a good guitarist and then they're jammy so there was like a moment or two where it's like, oh, well, that melody's okay, and uh, I get it. Well, but they don't suck I mean, at playing instruments yeah. or singing. No, no, it's they're, like, they're you know, good at what they each do. It's just yes, none of them no know how to construct a song. No. Yeah. Or, or it's, like they, it's like they willfully don't construct songs. Well, yeah, it's just like it's like that sort of songwriting style that's, you know, Ben Harper or Jack Johnson. Yeah. Which, you know, I tried it when I, when I was a teenager. I tried really hard, maybe into my early 20s, too, to like Ben Harper because so actually, many people yeah, really, yeah. people oh, whose music taste I really respected were like really sure. into Ben Harper and I tried and tried and tried but I was just like this is so boring and I just these songs are about nothing and I there, just don't care it's, it's yeah it's there's a couple of ben, propaganda ben Harper albums from that I hippies like. from 20 30 years prior you know yeah it's, I think the worst thing about this empty. album is the fucking lyrics yeah there's just nothing to these songs there's nothing to them no, no. but but I found that in this sort of subculture I don't want to say hippies because I don't want it to be limiting no, or, no, or no. whatever but in that kind of subculture lyrics are so uh, of of the least importance. Yeah. I was listening to yeah. a Ziggy Marley uh, uh, <laughs> album, and it, it's all this like you gotta love everybody, gotta love each other. Why yeah. doesn't ever I love everybody? So I'm super heightened and everything. It's like okay, you're telling me that everybody has to love each other and shit, but you're not providing answers. You're yeah. just going like, no, I just believe that everybody has to love it. Well, provide an answer on how to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, this is just some bullshit hippie propaganda. I said hippie, didn't I? Yeah, uh, oh. uh, like all mean like too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, there are good aspects of the culture. There of definitely course, are obviously. lots of good aspects of the culture. Just it, it's just the mindlessness that I really fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, this is an album where a lot it's of the, the songs... mountain co-op hippies of you mm-hmm. know born in the nineties and whatnot, <laughs> right? Just, right, like yeah. where it's just like you just have to say the word love, and that's cool. That's like this, wicked, man. Like hatred doesn't exist. You just get anything. Yeah, I know. I totally have my mom's Jetta for the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think there's too many songs this album that I could picture him looking at something and being like oh i'll write a song about that yeah like mm-hmm. oh flies in there okay yeah, there you yeah. Go. Like, but the thing is like i don't think that they would uh tell you that be ashamed to tell you that i bet that they that no, they yeah. love that aspect of their songwriting Songs i can just jam, look at a wall face. and write a song yeah. about this one goes wah 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 and then i make up a word and then wah 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 <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I'm never yeah. going to listen to this album no, again. No, no, no. I, I fear I'm going to listen yes, to this Yes, you album. are. Oh, yeah, you have to. <laughs> it's part of your life. Yep. That's fine. I will gladly accept that, that, that this is part of my life. Excellent. Um, I'm glad. So now we roll. And this week, 
We are rolling for. Uh, or do I do I punish you first? Oh yes, know? tell yeah. us what we're going to listen to first. Well, yeah, I got I got an album for you because I had a real bad week. I was trying to skip it because you said it was really bad. It is really bad. And I'm just going to apologize to Gorman in advance because this is more in retaliation to Casey in this pick. But you know, I got to take both of you down. I'm very sorry. Uh, and there was some foreshadowing in my discussion about this album. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you guys are listening to Go Ahead Now, the career retrospective greatest hits of the spin doctors. Oh, <laughs> suck my balls, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks for fish. First of all, <laughs> first of all, how does that exist? Yeah. <laughs> like, how yeah. does like a career retrospective? It, right? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Two princes. Yep. And then... Uh, Little Miss can't be wrong. Uh, oh, yeah. Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss. What time is it? Uh, oh, it's 4.30. <laughs> it's not late. Um, uh, uh, no, no, Greg. It's just early. Early. Uh, <laughs> early. Um, well, the, I'm not happy about this. So I'll just say that. I, I'm not happy about it, but I am interested. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To find out what makes a career retrospective for a band that had like maybe three songs <laughs> yeah. that anybody gives a sweet fuck all about. Off the same album, too. Yeah. Was it all off of uh, yeah, Pocket yeah, Full yeah, of Kryptonite? That, yeah, that's the one. Nice. Yeah. I imagine there's going to be some of their deep cuts from like their later albums that nobody cared about on this oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Fa- they, fan they, they kept on putting out albums. Yeah. I looked it up. Amazing. <laughs> well, uh, well, theoretically, you, that's hilarious and awesome. And mm. then the practice is just going to be laborious. So yeah. fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Suck my balls. Yeah. <laughs> and now we will get Eat to rolling. Um, <laughs> this week we decided the bad movie is going to be Medea's Witness Protection. I believe it's Tyler Perry's Medea's Witness Tyler Protection. Tyler Perry right. presents Tyler Perry in <laughs> Medea's Tyler Perry Protection. Yep. This movie is almost two hours long. So. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. And I believe oh, it's about man. some kind of a mob, uh, Ponzi scheme, something mm-hmm. or other, right. Medea. Um and the good movie or well hyped well, movie we'll hyped, yeah, yeah we're not calling big a good release movie. there's yeah. not a lot this week in terms of great movies no. that we can be assured are going to open up uh that aren't limited release so we'll say it's cultural significance culturally popular <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're it's, gonna, it's barely yeah. significant yeah, but yeah. Significant but we're going to uh, go see Ted the uh first feature film from Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane and as I, mean, I have said, this is in no way uh, an endorsement of Seth MacFarlane's work. No. Yeah, there were some good reviews on IMDb. There's not much else this week. So, what do you want from us? Yep, yeah. there you go. Um, I don't like Family Guy, but I don't know. Mark Wahlberg can be funny. Sure, I, I've enjoyed him and right. stuff. Yep. She's been good and things, so yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll I see. guess. Yeah. Um, so I am going to roll now. I honestly... That's a six. That's, that's a, a six nice, That's a solid six right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Big six for Gorman. And 
Five That's a big five for, for me. Casey. Feeling good about it. Lord Come on, low. Four. Five, four. four. Six, five, four. Uh, <laughs> all right. Greg's going to see Medea. Yep. And we're going to go see some... Oh, we're going to go see um, something that movie. could be marginally better <laughs> than Medea. Um, I don't know. I, I almost kind of feel like... Because I was the first one who got a Tyler Perry movie. I almost kind of wish that I had a that I, I had felt a like you were destined kind of to. Like but I that's was... okay, because there's another Tyler Perry movie coming out very soon. Yes. Uh, what was Alex, it called? I, I, Alex Cross, or just called Alex just Cross? Just Alex Cross. Yeah, yeah. Um, so man, I got to show you guys. But that's not a Tyler Perry movie. That's Tyler no, Perry no, in a legitimate a movie. movie. Yeah. But man, I, I think I told you guys about it before, but I got to find the actual videos of the guy who writes the Alex I Cross books. He, he made these commercials that I was seeing on yes, TV Yes, you were talking about that. Oh my God, they're so funny. <laughs> is put is the most recent Alex Cross book as good as Kiss the Girls? <laughs> it's a book. It's, uh, is, is it as good? You're the worst oh, salesman yeah. I've ever is seen. Is it better? No. <laughs> I will say no. Some people like it. <laughs> Maybe you will. <laughs> my, my, wife, my wife really solidly liked it. Yeah. <laughs> she said, it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll put that up on the Facebook. If, yeah, we'll, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll try and that find those. They're really funny. Um, uh, it's yeah. for sale. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy it. Well, look, it's too late to unwrite it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can't put those pages back into my printer. So, so you know what? Just fucking read it. <laughs> Do me a favor and read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before our new segment, we will do some quick album reviews. We're going to yep. talk about two albums this week. Two uh, recorded what albums. What do you guys want to talk about first? Well, let's talk about Killer Mike. Yeah. Rap music. Killer Mike. Rap AP music. music. Yeah. Um, this is a, he's had a few albums before, right? Yeah, I yeah. believe. He's probably most well known for that uh, Outcast single, Adidas, in yeah. like 2002 or three. Three. <laughs> Three? Anyone? All right. Sure. Yes. Four. Who wants a four? Four. I'm going to say four. Produced by LP, who's great. Uh, yeah. Amazing producer. Yeah. This is the first I've heard of him. And uh, I liked it. I yeah, thought it was I th- really good. I think it's a really solid album. Uh, more, and uh, like the more I listen to it, the more it grows on me. Yeah, I, I can see that. I don't know if I'm quite to the point right now where like... I am obsessed with it or anything. Like mm-hmm. I still find myself being like, okay, I got to listen to this because we're going to review it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I do think it is a really well put together album, well produced, amazing really uh, performance, uh, good I, songs. But I just, yeah, I, I think it's it's probably one of the better rap albums of the year, hands down. But yeah. I just it haven't got to the point is. where I want to put it on. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, like I'm probably like the least qualified to to speak on this album, so I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> So but, buckle up. Like, I feel like this album isn't for me. Like, I, I like rap. I like rap to be very clever. And, and like, I like... There's got to be something in there for me. And, and, and 99% of rap music, I think, it just there's nothing in it for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I just... I don't, I don't get on board with sure. it. The, like, the first half of this album, I'm like, I, I hate this. This is... Really? Yeah, yeah. That's like, interesting. Like, I'm like, the beats are all right or whatever, but... Um, oh, I think it's crazy good production. Uh, oh, yeah. But but I, I like all he's doing is the same swagger kind of like I got a big dick. I'm very good at rhyming, and I don't like cops. And and, and I'm just like you're not you're not telling me anything See, that fucking that any other rapper. I haven't hasn't... heard that in rap in a while. Like, oh, yeah, really? Fuck the police. When and... was the last time you listened to rap? <laughs> well, rap now is all just like black and yellow, black and yellow, and shit like that. It's fucking... Yeah. There's nothing in it anymore. No one's actually saying anything. So um, I, I enjoyed it on that. And he does sound a great deal like Big Boy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah he exactly. said, Sometimes I liked more it. than others. Sometimes he has a really definitive style, I think, yeah, but yeah. a lot of the time he sounds like people are. But it, it, there, there's a point in this on this album where I just started to go, oh, my God, this is fuck. Like, this guy is a brilliant lyricist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song Reagan yeah, yeah, yeah. is, is mind-blowing. Like, the, the, the lyrics, the way everything rhymes really, really nicely, everything's really well-constructed, and the point is fucking brutal and honest and exact. Yeah. Uh, and, and super well spoken. Uh, uh, like, it, it, it's, I think, like, I've listened to it a couple times. I think it's one of the best rap songs I've ever heard. No shit. Yeah, uh, right on. It's great. And I think the album as a whole, like, I like that it kind of has that balance. Like, it gives you some of the light and fun, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's what all suburban kids dug about hip hop was like, holy shit, they're talking about cops and they don't like yeah. it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's got that sort of fun, like, almost retro. Again, I feel like that's almost retro to me. Um, and then and then hits you with you know the thoughtful and political style shit. I, so I think it's a balanced album. And again, the production and the beats are great, mm-hmm. um, and it does remind me of uh, Big Boy's uh, solo album from the year before, or two years maybe, but which I really liked. But I think this is better because it's less of a pop record than Big Boy's was, which had really big hooky choruses. Yeah. Which, Kind of great on me with hip hop, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's a great record. Yeah, I really it like it. But it's a slow burn. I think it's like you know, this time next Definitely. year, probably a lot more people will be into it than. Oh yeah, right now, for sure. I mean? Yeah, I really liked it. I think I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep forcing myself to put it on because I actually like the first song, Big Beast. I like, but I found it was weird as a first song, and then a couple tracks later, I was kind of. I every time I put this album on, I find myself getting into it as it goes on yeah, yeah. i haven't mm-hmm. yet got into it as a whole but S- i do southern fried i feel oh. like is where it takes shape. yeah for yeah, sure that's, that's a great track for yeah and like uh, yeah i don't know i really like it i really like the for the last song uh rap music mm-hmm. uh-huh. um yeah i mean i just i think it's a really well put together and definitely probably one of the best rap albums of the year yeah that i've heard yet I, I will say it's probably one of the best yeah. rap albums. <laughs> that's, what, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and not listen to any other rap <laughs> albums this year, so I'll just put a line under that one. Um, okay, and All then right. we're going to talk about the latest album from Ty Seagal. Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Slaughterhouse. This Ty, one, Ty Seagal Band. Ty Seagal Band, because he right. just did, um, if you remember, uh, we talked about Ty Seagal and White Fence. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, he's two for two this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, well, he's just He does nothing but make good records. Yeah, yeah. if, if is, I... If Spread. I understand correctly, this album was recorded by uh, putting a ghetto blaster in front of the band, <laughs> and, uh, p- pressing play and record. It's like the production is so dirty. Yeah, uh, it's this. It's such a punk rock album. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's I'm a so lot heavier than um, hair. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's well, hair, this right? is more. Yeah, yeah. This is more in line with traditional Ty Segal style, like mm-hmm. Buzz Garage. You know, hair was a bit of a departure. I guess bread was too. Goodbye, bread was too. But this, yeah, uh, this is a. Uh, not that I needed a breath of fresh air after him going kind of mellow for two albums, but you know, because I like everything he does. It's not my favorite Ty Seagal album, but uh, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. It, not nearly yeah. my favorite, but I. But like when I'm walking down the street and it's a super hot sunny day and I just oh, want to yeah. be cranky and and, and put on some and, and a stupid rock. punk. I'm. This is the album I'm so going to. Yeah. This okay. album over hair. I I, I will uh, I will go uh-huh. to. I don't know. I like hair because it's so retro yeah. in terms of. But, but I mean, if I'm going to want something aggressive, I would put this. That's the thing, on. and I tend to really like a lot of aggressive yeah. music during the summer. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. everything except for the ten minute al- ten minute song of noise at the end. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, now that I've at least they it, put it at the end. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's no, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Now that, I, now that I've listened to it once or twice straight through, I'll probably never listen to it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, I mean, this is a fucking great album. I oh, can't yeah. wait to spend more time with it. 
Uh, Again, go. You got to get melted. Melted. Yo, I've, I heard it. Oh, you finally yeah, got I melted. Did. I listened oh, to man. it a couple times. Yeah, I haven't yeah. dived in yet, but I liked it. I love it. Didn't it. blow oh, me away. And no I, kidding. I, eh? I think maybe because I heard this stuff and right. I went back to melted. Yeah, I got so you. I was kind of like, oh, another really solid album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> it wasn't like I did. You know, yeah, wasn't yeah. my introduction, but I really liked it. So. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Tysagal just makes good records. Pretty much. Yeah. With no pretension or anything. Like I just there's there's I think it's the bag I'm in, the one where, where they play it and <laughs> like, they play it super fast. And, yeah. then, and then they play it and then they and play like, it again. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck this song. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on in this song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I oh yeah, like I just I was so happy with this album. Yeah. Yeah, that's so we're, good, I put this on right after listening music. to Fish and I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This is who I am. <laughs> there you go. Totally. Yeah. So two two albums that everyone I think if you're into music at all, just get both yeah. of these Yeah, albums. just Absolutely. check them out. They're definitely sure. uh, Yeah, even though I don't understand both of them, I recommend both mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Totally. Sweet. All right, well, now we come to the segment of our show where we're going to blow the fucking doors open <laughs> yeah. on this shit. Yeah. yeah. If you, you like the doors closed, get, get out in. now because <laughs> we're going to blow them open. Uh, or at least stand back. Yeah. You know. stand, stand 10 feet away from the door. <laughs> seven feet away from the doors. Minimum. Yeah. Seven feet minimum. Uh, 12 feet is the, the farthest away you're going to want to go because you're still going to want to see the doors. If you're a doors. badass, six and a half Six feet. and a half, yeah. It's your life. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where to stand. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Anyway. Greg, um, <laughs> what well, are we okay. talking about? And the, well, we've got a new segment um, that's sort of born out of Hero Swamp. Yes, um, and well, it's it's a it's a cage match, is what it is. Hero Swap we presents. To, we want to Hero Swap we, presents per, Hero Swap cage match. match. So what we've done is uh, we uh, it's modeled after the. The playoff tree from uh, uh, the NCAA March Madness basketball tournament. So we've uh, narrowed down by our choosing. If people will be angry, if people were left out, but we decided uh, the top sixty-four action heroes of all time. Yeah, and it's a one and done cage match battle. Uh, yeah, the winner moves right. on. Yeah, yeah. And until we come up with one definitive winner as the best action hero. Yeah. This is going to uh, going the to take a scope of this thing. Yeah, yeah is, this is going to take a, a, basically a year or so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now we'll probably be able to go through a couple of matches, like in one episode here yeah. and there, because there's a few mismatches. Now we we pulled uh, 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 all the matches out of a hat uh, the other day, just at random. So all the matchups are random. We're not going to bother listing them all right now. It it, it should be uh, a point of interest though that uh, uh, the the boys from uh, See You Next Wednesday are involved. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, all three of our names are, are in be, It's uh, our tournament. We get to be in it. Yeah. yeah. And we will be exiting very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Don't you guys. Count me I, out. I'm we, scrappy. Okay. okay yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we all have our our own particular <laughs> skills. And uh, to determine where the fights will take place. Um, oh, Gorman, you're dead. We tried to, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for Gorman's. Um, we decided, you know, uh, maybe a home field advantage or this kind of thing. But what works best is uh, we're going to roll the dice. If I roll, uh, if we roll an even number, it'll be in the jungle, a la, you know, Hunger Games or Predator or Rambo. Yeah. Uh, if it's an odd number, it'll be in Thunderdome. Nice. Thunderdome then filled you with gotta weapons. Res- you got to respect that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Definitely. you know. Thunderdome is sort of the basis for this, too. Two men enter, one man leaves. All right. Okay, so uh, then based on that random draw, our first matchup. This is um, a good one. It's a good one, and I think we're going to anger people no matter what we decide <laughs> yeah. here. So our first cage match 
And the first round is Dutch from the Predator film, uh, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, versus Lee, played by Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon. Well, we have huge, huge icons here. Yeah, These are yeah. Both, uh, both characters are played by actors who are larger than the films they made. Yeah. So now we have to clarify the... It's not about the actor and his canon or anything no. like that. It's about the specific the, abilities within and the, traits within shown film. within that film. Whatever yes. they pull off in those movies, they can do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, Schwarzenegger's other movies, uh, you know, where he's not a robot. He's just Dutch and whatever Dutch does. So there we go. We got him in a... Well, oh, we got to roll and find out where they're going to be. Yes. Yeah. Where okay. are they going to so, fight? Let's see. Odd will got? be the jungle. Even will be the Thunderdome. We got, we got Odd. Uh, odd is Thunderdome. Odd is Thunderdome. Odd is Thunderdome. We go to Thunderdome. Well, I think that's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Start it's a good way to Thunderdome. start it. If anyone doesn't know what the Thunderdome is, big <laughs> dome. Not a lot of thunder. <laughs> no, no. It's but a- inside the Thunderdome, you've got, you know, they're on elastics. They get to bounce yeah. around. There's chainsaws and guns and weapons littered throughout the Thunderdome, which is also spiky. Yeah. It's so spiky. there we oh, go. We got, that's going to be, this is going to would be an interesting fight to see, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. So Lee is a, uh, you know. Uh, uber martial arts yeah. master um probably the fastest a master a master the of the practice and of the uh the theory absolutely well. he's uh intelligent and schooled yeah dutch and is uh a military man uh he's got the, the largest sweatiest arms ever <laughs> yes. ever uh, matched only by one man uh-huh he's pretty clever he's very I mean, clever he outwits predator pretty well with the mud he knows he, he figures he, out quickly figures that things if, out. If you have we, if you're armed, that's yeah. how he goes after. He's an excellent. Uh, 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 he's excellent at dissecting his opponent. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we were we were chatting about this too. Um, uh, he he's got a bit of an advantage in that his opponent is an opponent nobody's ever faced before. Right. Uh, uh, like, or, or that he couldn't possibly know. Uh, how to defeat him, yeah. like have any sort of insight into this. So so he's just making it up as he goes along. Mm-hmm. Very adaptable. Yeah. Um, probably would have more advantage in the jungle than Thunderdome. Oh, totally. This is, this is what I'm... That's kind of my jumping off point for this discussion is... Uh, do you want to... So oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. just making a um, face. I just, <laughs> I just think my, my jumping off point is I think um, Bruce Lee, I think in the Thunderdome bouncing around he's really quick yeah i feel like my initial reaction is he might have a bit of the upper hand in this in this fight because i mean i don't know he's gonna be fast he's gonna be he's gonna be i think he'll be a lot quicker than dutch Mm -hmm. and and also i mean you see him throughout uh enter the dragon he's he's always it's always him against weapons yeah you you know uh so and i think dutch will go for weapons he's gonna grab something right away yeah Uh, yeah but he'll be, but and and I mean I don't know how tired he's going to get because he spends all of Predator doing crazy shit like yeah. he spent the entire on film, the run. Uh, yeah. yeah, like yeah. on the run constantly. I don't think fatigue's an issue. No, for no, no, nor, nor do I. No, no, neither one's no. neither one's getting tired no. here. Um, I think this is going to come down to basic uh, strategy and skill set in an enclosed area. Yeah, that's why okay. I was kind of thinking Bruce Lee. I just feel I don't, there's something about his training in martial arts that I think are, is going to allow him to maybe confuse Dutch mm-hmm. and then find a way to take him out. How? I haven't reached that yet. We'll hmm. have to keep discussing. But Yeah, well, because... Now, there are a lot of weapons on hand in here. Uh, Could this be an Indiana Jones uh, situation? I where feel like, just like him, it's going to wind up being one. Because, well, Dutch has proved in uh, the Predator movie he's obviously very good with guns. And yeah. 
whatnot, but also uh, skilled with a knife, mm-hmm. throwing knives as well. Yeah. Uh, he pins a man to a wall with a very large hunting knife. Right. Totally. Um, um, so, uh, you know, I think he's got advantage on handling weapons. Like, if there, if there are guns in there, which I believe from watching Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, there's like a little double-barrel shotgun in there and whatnot. Yeah. Right. So there are projectiles and, and, and he'll far-reaching. Yeah, I think he's going to, you know, make a move on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in Enter the Dragon, I haven't seen it in a while, does he... How, what kind of weapons does he, he use? Go uh, he goes a broad he, staff, uh, like a. Does he fight anyone yeah. with guns? Does he, he fight? No, no, no there's no. no guns. He's got like he's got nunchucks he for a while. Nunchucks, uh, yeah. yeah, the 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 last guy he fights uh, is a man with one hand, and in place yeah. of his other hand, he's got like claw he's sort thing. of like claw yeah. thing. One of which has one of which has some has fur, fur on fur on it. <laughs> so like he would have had to have built it that way. Yeah. And so he, he just thinks it looks like, cool. Yeah, like one of them has these big knives and everything, and that makes sense. But the other one, like it's got all this fur like his uh, hey go to my handmaker i want it i want it to look like a bear like, I, w- I want my hand to look as much like no, a bear no that hair is too dark do you have anything in like a dirty blonde kind of like a nice blonde yeah <laughs> a little curly i like a blonde bear i want to be a blonde bear yeah. um, I, I think that's going to be one of uh bruce lee's downfall on this i think the fact that in enter the dragon he doesn't really go up against weapons of that sort you yeah. know he doesn't no have but the in experience. thunderdome there's not going to be a lot of you know but a, if he a gets, lot of like Dutch gets one, yeah, you know, and Bruce Lee's trying to jump over him or something. He's boom, you know. There, and there is a point, like I was saying, there is a point in After the Dragon where uh, where where Lee is is kind of standing with his back to the guy. I can't remember what the guy's name is. Um, yeah, uh, the the guy's behind him, and they're they're in all these crazy mirrors. The guy just comes up behind him and 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 gets him in the back. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, there's mirrors everywhere, and you're a freaking martial artist, like, master. Like, yeah, be fucking aware. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, you can sneak up behind him. Yeah, the, that, see, that's where like my like I'll I'll piss a lot of people off here, but I mean we are just talking about the character in Enter the Dragon, yeah. not Bruce Lee as as uh, what he accomplished as a human being and no, a martial artist, which character. is so impressive. But I, when I watched the movie and I just rewatched it just to have this fresh in my head, it just didn't feel like Lee is as strong or overwhelming a, as a character as Dutch is. I no. think you I, yeah, I think you're on the right track. So I, I my my vote, my my initial feeling is uh that it's going to be a hell of a fight. And if they were yeah. put against anyone else, it's a hell of a first match because I think both of these guys could have gone very deep possibly yeah. to the finals. Totally. Yeah. But my gut is that Dutch gets a hold of him yeah. up close and you know puts the hurt Oh, on. I think he, I think Dutch eventually gets a hold of him and just eviscerates him. Yeah, I think like, so. <laughs> I see um, that being my the my vote goes Yeah, the, yeah. the more that we talk about this um the the more I realize that he hasn't really gone up against that kind of firepower. I oh, really yeah. think Dutch is going to grab a, a chainsaw or whatever, yeah, yeah. Or a, a gun, and I think uh, I think Bruce Lee's going to try and do something fancy from his martial arts training, yeah. or like like you said, dramatically not look at him or something. Yeah, and he's just going to blow him away. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to see you know, Dutch is going to see an opening and be like, "Now I pull the trigger, That's and he's thing. dead." Dutch oh, is yeah, a, yeah. Dutch is a survivalist, and uh, yeah. and yeah. Lee is a, a f- fancy martial artist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry yeah, it's you know a powerful it, one, but it, oh, absolutely. You remember that scene in Sin City? When uh, Marv, uh, Mickey Rourke's character, goes up against Kevin, uh, Elijah Wood's oh, character, the, yeah. which is amazing. Like, yeah. so, so good. cool. But he gets him close and handcuffs him to him. So he takes away the ability to jump around and be quick. Yeah. And then that's where Might is And he right. just bludgeons yeah. and the I just, fuck I out of him. I feel like it's going to, yeah. Something yeah. along I, those I lines. I feel like one of those things is very highly Absolutely. probable. Like, yeah, you may be fast and... and 
pro- possibly be able to take me down. Mm-hmm. But now that I have you, I'm just gonna yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a big <laughs> just man. going to squeeze the fucking light. Yeah. Out yeah. Of you. So no offense to Bruce Lee fans, but I think yeah. we're all in agreement here. Yep. Dutch moves on. Round Dutch one. Yep. Moves on. Yep. Sorry guys. Okay. Way to go, Dutch. You've done it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So feel free to disagree Although, with us online about this. But I do uh, want to bring up. Um, that Dutch was really easily replaced by Danny Glover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, but Danny Glover does have the biggest yellow pants I've ever seen. They are. They are. And Fair point. Yeah, yeah. And like the zipper on those pants is hilariously long. Oh, it's like, it's like three Predator and a half too. feet long. But uh, I'm trying to remember if. The yellow pants save his life. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. die, he does he, Casey? No. no. Does so, he? Yeah. Who's so, to say what saved his yeah. life in that movie? So he's no one else is wearing yellow pants, and they're all the dead. Yellow pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start wearing yellow pants around all the time now. All the biggest. Now that we've cracked this code. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm getting a whole zoot suit that's all nice and yellow. So, yeah, we're going to, uh, we'll let you know who uh, the next week matchup is, and we'll yeah. just do it like that. We'll reveal I, each week as we go. There mm-hmm, are 32 totally. matchups in round one. Next week, if you want to bone up on it, uh, not by, <laughs> pretty, pretty sure everyone's seen both of these movies, though. Next week's matchup is John McClane from the Die Hard films versus Vasquez from Aliens. Nice. I yeah. tried to, we tried to avoid a lot of secondary characters, but Vasquez is a very. A very strong memorable female. female yeah, badass. and we wanted to make this as uh, obviously because the genre is so male heavy. Yeah, it was really hard to get a good mix. But we have uh, we, we got what we could. We got yeah. a real good I representation. Some good ones here. In yeah. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and I imagine, like you said, there's going to be episodes where we'll be able to be able to work through maybe two or so. Yeah, you know, there's a couple, there's a couple mm-hmm. one and done like really fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those will be fun. So, so all respect to uh, uh, to Bruce Lee, absolutely and from Enter the Dragon. But you're fucking dead, man. Yeah, man, you're fucking dead. You're fucking you're dead. dead you fucking died. Your family dead. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, if anyone else out there is as big uh, film nerds as we are, because yeah, it's yeah. a very nerdy segment. Yes. Feel free uh, to argue yeah, with yeah, us yeah. and I'm bring up your. Well, actually, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. As usual, I'm going to put it up on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to put a poll up. I was the only one that commented on the last poll. I gotta say, I'm disappointed in our listeners. Yeah, uh, usually people vote. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Nobody yeah. did. Nothing. I Good work, idiots. Very bad. I was you know what? It was because Press I... stop. Get the fuck away from our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll put it. I'll put it up again. So yeah. Yeah. People are allowed to write their own on there. So if you have a, I'm just gonna put the two basic ones that we talk about. And if you think there's a third or fourth option, yep, you can type it in and vote for it. So mm-hmm. sweet. Good stuff. That's the show. That is the show. Well, yeah. that was a hell of a show, you guys. Hey. I agree. Oh, well, you guys enjoy Spin Doctors this week. Oh, oh fuck. fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's like summer, and, and I'm going to be like walking down the street listening to... Have you guys seen, have you guys seen the, um, the video on YouTube that's... Uh, it's like a sketch, and it's done for a UCB 24-hour sketch competition where you have to like write and shoot and upload a, a sketch in 24 hours. And this sketch is one of those TV ads for CDs, you know, like greatest hit CDs. Yeah, yeah, Here's yeah, yeah. the scrolling list of songs, and it's it's songs sung to the tune of Spin Doctors. Two oh, Princes. yeah, I've heard about this. And it's just like <laughs> no. it's just a bunch of songs, and then the guy with the voiceover singing all these other lyrics to it. Right. And it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Who uh, who did the video? Is uh, I don't know, just somebody from oh, just some New York or something. Oh, yeah, cool. somebody that's involved with UCB at, so, at in some respect. Nice. So yeah, um, I mean, I'll put that up on Facebook too. Sweet. So yeah. If uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's uh, twitter.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C. 
And Facebook.com slash SYNWPC is where you can find us. Yeah. And uh, check out our Modern Superior Twitter and stuff at uh, at Modern at Superior. At Modern Superior, yep. And, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for the new episode of Improv on Tape that's coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's a bi-weekly show. It's pretty funny, so... Uh, we're really excited to be working with them. Yeah. yeah. And welcome week, welcome into our bosom. Yeah. And next week, as I said, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas. It's going to be fucking great, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one I'm very much looking forward to as well. Yeah. yeah. And Bruce uh, Bruce Willis, uh, John McClane versus Vasquez next week. Yeah. yeah. Bone yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Watch Aliens. those movies. Yeah. So you can have uh, ammunition. Argue with us on Facebook or uh-huh. Twitter. Uh-huh. Please. Nerd out over get this into thing. It. Totally. God knows we oh, are. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, man. Coming up with the list was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and, yeah, I guess we're going to play... End today's episode with a uh, song by Swamp Thing. Yes. Part of the uh, Backburner crew. They Amazing had their EP, EP release at Rancho yeah, and their, and video, their, their release. video release as so well. We'll play yeah. the single. Uh, one, so two, good. Three. I listened to this thing fucking four or five times in a row <laughs> yeah. on a way to a wedding yeah, with totally. uh, Greg. It was awesome. Yeah. See, that's the kind of hip hop I can get behind. Absolutely. It's super clever and... and uh, it's it's a great rap video. It's a yeah. very, it's a great Canadian rap. Video. Totally, like it's got the and yeah, their really presentation of it was so good. It's one of my favorite things I've seen anyone do yeah. at a local show. Was uh, they had a screen up covering the whole stage, like nine foot wide screen, and but it was like a I guess disposable paper. Yeah. Like you could roll it down like a like a toilet like an paper art roll school, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Big roll of And paper. so they showed they showed the video on that. And then when the video ended, uh, Swamp Thing, the group tore through the screen yeah. and started to set. And it was the set. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So wow, good. time for a show. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I loved it. It was fantastic. That's awesome. That was, yeah. More people need to do that. And they really do. You know, <laughs> every show just, just put up a piece of paper. Yeah. Blow through it. Through it. I don't care how big it is. Eight by ten. Tear through that thing. They're gonna crawl through it. Yeah. <laughs> even if even if you just get a hand through there, yeah. just get something, and then you play the rest of the show with it on your hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, the Grindhouse EP by uh, Swamp Thing, and yeah, the song is one, two, three. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gonna play us out, and see you next Wednesday. Bye, Suck bye. it, Internet. Bye, Internet. Or bye, Internet. <laughs> mean. Disgusting again, cause no one fucking with the sound of Sav choking Tim. It goes one, two, three, and a million. Tim Buck two, choke your lazy civilian on some digital spit shit. So delete all pace. It took a slice and a mic just to eat off breaks. Ease all day, relax out, smoking a bag. Collect the records till they put my fucking toe in a tag. Throw on some rag, bloody duck, period shit. I'm on some Eddie Murphy, delirious shit. Shit, I cop a girl with a smile and a bus pass. A girl with no style and a mustache Get on beats and I ride it like a hovercraft Special air shit, you can find me on that other map I stay fresh like I'm folded up laundry Tell Flex to drop the bomb like he blowing up gone It goes one, two, three, and a million Timbuktu, choke your lazy head civilian Can't fight the feeling when you're reeling from the impact You need a helmet with a double buckle chin strap I'd rather hit him with the rhythm than a pimp slap Kill him with the mind fuck, fill it till it's jam-packed Catch a buzz at the bar or the barbershop Tumor in my brain, so it's not kindergarten cop It's not a rumor, here to get revenge like Montezuma A connoisseur of the kind of humor found in sewers And you are now about to see how mad this sounds aloud This is for the down and out who know what getting down's about It goes about. one, two, three, 
and a million. Timbuktu, choke your lanes and civilians. Three, two, one in the building. Swamp thing, stop it. Crash into your ceiling. The Mac villain travel in the pack killing. Box of Apple Jacks and I'll smack a cat's grillin'. Take the mic back. Kitties call me Traxilla, they like stash Why you keep a rhythm that thrilling? Cause it's like that, yeah Never getting typecast, renaissance man No beginner with the right rap Stranger dangerous, 40 bottles be the nightcap Outside your girl's place, pushes on the bike path I'ma strike back, vital with these idle hands Killing what I catch in the style of survival man Diamond in the rough, time forgot like the tiger clan Iron with the touch and the fire to the fryer It goes one, two, three, and a million Chocolates and civilians Three, two, one in the building Swamp it, stop it Crash into your ceiling goes one, two, three And a million Timbuktu Chocolates and civilians Three, two, one in the building Swamp it, stop it Crash into your ceiling One, two, three, four Watch out your motherfucking eyesight Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.